What's up, guys? Coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio, your host, David Chandra. And your host, Jill Patel. I hope you guys are doing well and staying safe. Thank you for tuning in today. We have a brand new guest, Jimmy Lewis from Texas. And um, or Jimmy, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, good evening, everybody. My name is uh, Jimmy Lewis III. Uh, I'm a 23-year-old student from Houston, Texas, entering uh, Barry University School of Podiatric Medicine. Um, I'm very excited to be invited to your podcast, and let's get started. Yeah, well, it's a pleasure to have you, man. It's uh, it's different to have an incoming student like you haven't started in school yet, and most of the students that we had on this podcast thus far have been students who have already progressed through podiatry school, and it's cool to see someone who's just about to start and it's like getting their feet wet and everything like that. So it's a pleasure to have you. And when do you start? Uh, when When's your first day out in Barrie? And I know think, things with Corona have kind of thrown things out of proportion, but tell us when you start and when you move out there and when you get started out there. So I'm moving to uh, Miami um, August 20th. Uh, orientation starts on August 26th. So I'm gonna take those six days to get my apartment ready and looking nice. Since that's where yeah. I'm <laughs> studying. Yeah. Um, you know, I may, I've been to Miami before during spring break twice um, in college. You know, that, that was a different environment from what <laughs> I'm uh, self involved in while studying. But I start, we start school officially on August 31st. Okay. So, you know, I'm very excited and getting ready for uh, this next endeavor in my life. For sure. First question I got to ask you is what separated Barry from all the other schools for you? I know you're fresh off of applications and going through interviews and everything like that. So tell me what stood out about Barry for you and that a piece of advice that you can give to incoming students that are going to go through the same shoes that you went through in this past year of applying and researching and looking into different podiatry schools. So um, I'm a non-traditional student. Uh, I graduated in 2019, so I took a one-year gap year. And uh, Jess, I went to a master's program in West Virginia. Um, it was a DO program. Um, I was, you know, I was interested in DO schools and uh, podiatry schools as well. And when I went to West Virginia, it just wasn't diverse at all. You know, I was the only uh, minority in my class. And it just wasn't the right fit for me. I ended up leaving the program at the end of the semester in, in the fall of 2019 because I just wasn't happy. It just wasn't the right program for me. So once I started looking at uh, the podiatry schools, I started. The first thing I looked at was the diversity to see um, if there was different races um, to you know have a mix. You know, it's great to have a great mixture of different individuals to make things better. Definitely. So I, I looked at the all nine schools some of the schools still aren't very diverse like um the ones that have the most diversity is kent state uh shoal and barry so (laughs) (laughs) so you know um you know no shade to the other schools but um you know those are the schools that i think would have uh fit me the best because of you know first thing i like to see people who look like myself and see other minorities as well For so sure. those schools had the best uh minority ratio yeah and um i didn't have oh i forgot um new york's uh nycpm had a great diversity rate as well but um it was just very expensive so that was i wasn't very interested in that because i 
I shot. I went on a visit with my dad and just seeing the apartments out there uh, for a studio. It was like twenty thousand. I mean, two thousand dollars a month, and I was like, no, nah, that's that's Dang. not. Yeah. yeah, that that's really expensive. <laughs> but uh, Barry, Kent State, like I went to, you know, I was in West Virginia, so I um, Kent State, Ohio is right across the border, so yeah. I actually passed Kent State a couple of times because my girlfriend and I. We went to uh, the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers game, so we would have to pass by uh, the school to get to <laughs> what, Cleveland. Was that was that when LeBron was playing, or when what was he? No, this, this was this past year. So, oh, okay. Uh, so they weren't very good this <laughs> past year. The tickets were very cheap, so that's why we went. Yeah, you know, there's no superstars, but yeah. you know the campus is very nice. I never got a chance to actually take a uh, interview there. I had a virtual interview, you know, because of the pandemic and everything yeah but like i said um the my top three choices were very i actually have to go to that school physically uh so um i actually went to show the previous year um when i was still in college before i started my gap year so um i got to, i got to experience that environment as well but uh kent state i just saw how it looked from its covered uh so it looked nice by yeah. on the outside of campus it was beautiful uh, driving on the freeway to Cleveland, but you know, since um, since you know, I was very familiar with Barry and Shoal, uh being able to actually have a physical interview. That's why I made my decision between those two. Definitely, mm-hmm. and I think it's I think it's important. And I know we talk a lot about this on our podcast is about the right fit. And I I'm glad that you brought out that like something that you were looking for, which is that minority aspect in schools was very important to you and i'm glad that you found that at barry i mean we would have loved you out at kent state we would have loved you out of shoal i'm sure i'm sure jill could have been one of your bigs out there too at show <laughs> but you know i think it's all about the right fit for each person and you know each of us are at different schools at different stages you're just starting your first year jill just finished her first year and i'm in my fourth year and i think that it's it's amazing to like be able to connect with each other, especially when you're at different spectrums of your career and different spectrums of your schooling. And um, and I'm glad to hear that you chose a program that was the best for you. And I hope nothing but the best for you as you go forward. And I want Jill to take over. Like you know, she just finished her first year, and you know, she probably has some advice for you, but probably some questions that she wants to ask you as well too. So. Yeah, take over. definitely. Um, I mean, like you mentioned, uh, you know, you started in a DO program. What was it that interested you about podiatry and got you to apply to podiatry school in the first place? So um, during the during my senior year in college, um, my roommate, uh, he said, you know, we were that's my best friend. I still speak to him today. He's at uh, Morehouse Medical School's master's program right now. But uh I received an email from Kent State Podiatry School. You know, uh, <laughs> I'll say one thing: Kent State they have the best social media presence. So once I get to, because I'm very big on social media as well, I'm gonna try to contribute to that Barry as well. But Kent State they sent emails, they had Instagram pages, they had Twitter. So I mean, uh, Kent State is leading in the social media net network, and um, you know advocating for the field of podiatry so like i said kent state sent me the email yeah and uh 
I was, I was like, what is podiatry medicine? Because my dad, he's a he's an MD physician, mm-hmm. so you know, I didn't hear a lot of a lot about uh, podiatry growing up because you know, all I knew was like the MD DO programs. So mm-hmm. my best friend, um, he told me about it first. He was like, yeah, I'm very interested in going to uh, you know MD DO school, but my I'm also very have a passion for podiatry as well. So once I showed him the email, I was like, what? Have you heard about uh, podiatric medicine before? He's like, yeah, bro. I also want to. I'm very interested in that. Other than you know being a, a MD physician or a DO physician. So after he told me more about it, and then I spoke to my dad, and um, he told me more about it as well. And I did my research as well on Google. I was like, okay, I've been wanting to be a. Uh, I was, I've been very interested in sports medicine, uh, diabetic patients and everything, you know, since I've been wanting to be a physician since I was a little kid. So once I saw that I would be able to practice in the subspecialties that I was interested in, that's when I started um, shadowing different podiatric physicians and then applying to podiatry schools as well. So, you know, Kent State, even though I didn't end up attending there, you know, it was the... Uh, yeah. It was the breaking point for me and, you know, starting my research and then entering podiatry school. For sure. Yeah. It, it all has to start somewhere, right? Whether yeah. whether it's a school that you end up at or whether it's the program that kind of reaches out to you, it's always it's always a starting point that kind of like triggers our interest into something. So kind of. And it's, yeah. it's interesting that you mentioned that email because there's actually like another guest, I'm pretty sure, on our podcast that mentioned that e- exact email from Kent State is what got her interested into going into podiatry as well. So yeah, I mean, good good for Kent State. They're really getting the word out there for yeah. so that's look, awesome. Look, I'm just trying to advocate that every school, all eight schools, not just Kent State, does the same exact <laughs> thing. So there you go. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, speaking of social media, like I know that you have your own podiatry page. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Maybe what inspired you to start that or um, how you got into the social media aspect of it? So like I said, Kent State was the breaking stone because uh, of its social media pages. And I believe in our, this generation, social media is very essential. You know, like everything these days, you know, it doesn't matter which platform you use. and. Um, you know, since I was, I'm very big on social media. Uh, I've have a, I've have a lot of followers on all my platforms. Um, you know, just because I'm very known in the Houston, Texas area. So I was like, um, you know, a lot of, especially in Texas, a lot of uh, advisors, college advisors, don't talk about DPM, podiatric medicine degrees. It's the only route that you'll that you'll see in Texas that uh, college advisors tell their students to pursue is MD degrees or DO, not barely DO degrees. I found that out from, from my dad because he's a doctor, but they don't even speak about DO degrees. You know, the most known doctors are MD degrees. So, you mm-hmm. know, I was like, okay, so social media is the biggest platform for people to know about different issues in the news in the world. So I was like, I might as well continue what I've been doing since I've uh, started social media in high school is to be an advocate and, you know, be a role model to different people. So uh, I started to pay. So pre-meds who are still in school or future generations who are going to be in college eventually, 
can see my page and be interested in podiatric medicine and be interested in being a uh, doctor of healthcare pro professional as well. For okay. sure. No, that's impressive that you started something before you even started school. Um, I started this podcast and Jill joined on even later on afterwards. And, you know, Jill started her podiatry page as soon as she started podiatry school. And it's impressive that you guys did something like that because it really sets a foundation for future generations, for students that are still deciding what field of medicine they want to go into. And not many people know about podiatry and not many people are understand what the field is all about. And I'm glad that you have a page that kind of advocates for podiatry and even Jill, you know, um, it's very, it's, it's, it's almost inspiring for someone who started very late. I got into this podcast very late, but I enjoy what I'm doing. And I've, I've met Jill, I've met you, Jimmy now. And, you know, it's something, it's something good for our community, for our field that we're working in. And first thing I got to say is to you listeners, you got to follow my man on Instagram, uh, the lavish podiatric journey uh Lewis podiatry just trying to advocate for my man so follow him uh he'll probably give you a follow back as well too and uh, as he starts his journey into school i'm sure you'll probably learn the ins and outs as a first year second year third year and a fourth year and and i'm glad that you're doing something like that jimmy i appreciate it thank you yeah and kind of going back to what you talked about your dad so I'm a, I'm guessing that like your foundation in the field of medicine was laid kind of early since your dad was in the medical field. So tell us a little bit about where your interest in medicine started from. I know that you chose podiatry as your field uh, of profession and what you want to go into as your career. But where was your first interest into wanting to take care of people and wanting to take care of the people around you and providing the health care that you saw that your dad was doing for the others around? So um, I, there's a photo that I even posted. Uh, I don't know if it's on my podiatry page or my personal social media pages, but there's a photo of me with my dad in scrubs at like two to three years old. Yeah. So like my dad, I'm not going to say my dad has forced me to go into medicine. Yeah. You know, just we have the same name. My name is Jimmy Lewis III. His name is Jimmy Lewis Jr. So, you know, just continuing the legacy, just seeing him as a role model has been an a important thing in being who I am today. So, you know, just seeing how he goes to work and work hard to, you know, provide for my family. And, uh, you know, just seeing that and seeing how he works hard as a physician, I was like, okay, I, I want to be able to do the same thing and continue the legacy. I, you know, since I have basically had, I had the same name, we look the same. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, I gotta do, I gotta yeah. be better than my dad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, um, you know, just growing up, um, I always wanted to be a doctor because, you know, I wanted to be just like my dad. Yeah. So <laughs> once I got to, once I got to middle school, he started exposing uh, my brothers and I to uh, different medical um, camps. There's a medical camp at the Health Science Museum in Houston, Texas. And it's called, it was like a mini medical program. So just going to those different medical programs in middle school and high school gave me more exposure to medicine, you know, just being able to dissect different animals and seeing different animals' organs, you know, that, that, uh, that allowed me to express my interest in medicine more. So then when I got to college, um, I was able to expand my interest, you know, the exposure that I received 
when I was young, I had got to expand on it. So I started joining different clubs and um, different clubs that were related to my major. I was a biology major. So just seeing those different clubs and then being able to get internships during each summer while I was in college, I think the internships were very important. I was able to go to different uh, different hospitals uh, with the internships that I applied for in undergrad and see different surgeries. Like I said, I'm very big on sports. Um, yeah. um, I was a great athlete and uh, being entering podi- the field of podiatric medicine, um, I saw that I was one of the subspecialties. So after my one thing that very was very interesting to me when I went to Barry as well was um, seeing that they have a fellowship that's with the Miami Heat. Uh, my, the Miami Heat has been my favorite team. Dade since County, two thousand, yeah, Wade County. <laughs> Wade's my favorite player, and I, uh, my favorite, the Miami Heat had been my favorite team since two thousand and six. Yeah. So that was another thing that I picked very, but it was another thing that expanded my um, interest in podiatry as well. Seeing that, uh, you know, that since podiatry isn't talked about a lot, you know, you don't see different, you don't see a lot of. Um, podiatrist in you know the sports medicine field but seeing that um one of my professors dr lacito um when i enter in the fall and seeing that um he works he's the team podiatrist for the miami heat that that interested me as well seeing that podiatrists still can make it to that level like order orthopedic surgeons because for the most part on that on the professional level you only see uh orthopedic surgeons being team doctors. They don't, they don't talk a lot of things about podiatrists being team doctors as well. So that was very interesting to me, seeing that um, and, and expressing my interest in becoming a physician and podiatrist too, seeing that uh, podiatrists can be professional team sports foot doctors as well. For sure. Yeah, it was something that was very important to me too. I always wanted to be in the field of sports and my career got ended short because you know you know things happen and they don't want you on the the team and stuff like that but you know like you get ankle sprains knee sprains whatever it is um but no it's 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 awesome that you you picked up this field for something that you were interested in and at the end of the day like a lot of us look up to our parents and, and whether we like it or not, our parents lay a foundation for us and we try to take that baton up and carry it on and run it forward and lay a foundation for the future generation. So I'm hoping that you do the same as well as you as you start your first year of podiatry school. And I know you mentioned 2006, that was the same year that the Pistons, Detroit Pistons lost to Miami yes. against Shaq and D-Wade. So I, I, I will never forget that because D-Wade was the flash, he did well, and I respect that team, and I won't ever forget it, because I always used to get D-Wade's shoes, the Converse shoes, because yeah. he, he was uh, he was always a uh, you know, poster child for that. So, yeah, no, it's nice to hear someone that's you know kind of taking up the baton of the family tradition in, in the field of medicine, and I'm hoping that you kind of pave a path for students in the future, and who knows, you know, like you started off early and you're on Instagram and now you're on this podcast and whatever 
whatever life is for you in the future, I hope you know you you make a difference. I I think I see that potential, and I think that's important to be able to have that even before you start school. And that's and it's it's great to see. Thank you. I agree with you. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. So it, it, it's 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 different. I mean, like it's like me and Jill were in school, and and we've met through school and everything like that. And now we you haven't even started school, and so to see that perspective is like drastically different. And I'm hoping that as you go through school, we can understand like what you're going through day by day and as people see your Instagram page and whatever you end up doing more on social media, hopefully they're able to understand like what the ins and outs of podiatry are all about. And hopefully you can give us more insight into sports medicine because I'm looking for it. And please let me know if they have a spot on the Miami Heat team because I'll, I'll, I'll drive on right down there too. So <laughs> Yeah. I also think it's very important because – because of the podiatry community too, you know, it's it's very nice to see other uh, upperclassmen, you know, reaching out to the underclassmen who are entering, and because you know you don't you don't see that a lot in like the other you know medical degrees like DO and um, you know, just the podiatry community. Um, it seems like we're our, most of us are already a family, and you know, we barely, I guess, inst- in Entering incoming uh, class in 2024, I barely, you know, even know most of y'all, but it seems like like close family and cousins. So, you know, it's just nice to uh, have that type of network because, you know, that's how the that's how you advocate for the field. And that's how, you know, the field of podiatry can continue to grow. You know, if you have a close network and you have other individuals within that network who are advocating for the field, too. For sure. Yeah, if you ever need anyone to reach out to that are upperclassmen, you can always hit me up. I don't know about Jill. She's pretty busy, according to what I know. So no, I don't know how. Reach out. reach out if you need anything, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, going off of that, I mean, I know you mentioned that podiatry is like a smaller, tight-knit community. Um, I have a fun fact for today, um, and that is that there are 18,000 practicing podiatrists in the U.S. as of today. So that's from the APMA website. So that's there's our fun fact. Well, look, in about four or five years, they're going to add three more that are on this podcast. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, that's that. It's it's definitely an interesting fact to hear about because it's a growing field. Um, when I was told about it about four years ago. Um, the podiatrist that I shadowed told me it was a gem in the field of medicine, and yeah. it, it really is. I've enjoyed my three years at school thus far, and I'm looking forward to what the future has to hold for me and for you guys. It's 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 different to see it from someone who's already finished through school and kind of like through the book work and everything like that, and and it's, it's good to give advice to those who are coming up. So hopefully all three of us can make a difference in this community and really make an impact on the field of podiatry and, and on the field of medicine as a whole too. So, yeah. And uh, so Jimmy, thank you for giving us a little bit about why you joined podiatry, why you chose Barry, and we wish you nothing but the best going forward. But before we finish off this episode, we want to enter into our last segment, which is known as a rapid fire question session. Are you ready? All right, let's go. Look, we're not going to ask you about the bones and the muscles because you're, you haven't started school yet. 
and we don't want to put you on the spot because you know we want you to relax before you start school. <laughs> so the first que- the first question I got to ask you, I know you talked a lot about sports. What was your favorite sport to play when you were young? Football. Football. What was your position? Running back. Running back. All right, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Um. Okay. Well, my. I guess I'll, I'll ask the next one. Um. <laughs> what is your favorite food, or if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, chicken Alfredo. All right. Okay. <laughs> From Olive Garden or homemade? Uh, I mean, it depends. You know, Olive Garden. <laughs> pretty solid too. You know, I go to all. <laughs> but. You know, if someone can make um, chicken Alfredo better than Olive Garden, hey, I give props to you. <laughs> Honestly, the breadsticks at Olive Garden fill me up, so I might oh, yeah, not. Yeah. I, I don't even make it to the chicken Alfredo, to be honest with you. So yeah, same here. <laughs> Those breadsticks yeah. are good. Well, I know that you mentioned that you eventually want to go into something into sports medicine. So tell me a little bit about where you would ideally want to see yourself do you want to end up back in texas or do you want to end up in a specific area do you have any thoughts in your mind about where you want to be in the future i mean i'm interested in sports medicine and like i say uh diabetic patients as well yeah but uh, within sports medicine um i see myself you know going wherever god wants me to go uh for sure you know Plus, you know, after my externships and my residency, you know, we'll see where where I end up. But I'll go anywhere, wherever the opportunity, whatever door opens, you know, I'm going to go walk through that door and take advantage of that opportunity. So yeah. I, mean, I don't care where I um, end up. But, you know, Texas will be ideal because that's where my family um, is all at. So that will be perfect. But like I said, I'll take advantage of every opportunity that – will allow that will allow me to continue to be successful for sure i mean you got a you got a ways away to go so uh we'll be here for you whenever you need help to pick externships and stuff like that if you ever want to come to the north and decide that the south is getting tired you know it's, <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, not for you we'll, we'll wait we'll wait for you up here yeah i may come back from the north i was in the north last last year so <laughs> yeah the snow the snow was nice it was nice seeing the snow it was yeah. kind of tough, but we'll, we, we'll like the South for the next four years. <laughs> we'll make them back to the cold, cold North, you know, after I complete school at Barry. For sure. Well, before we end this episode, one question I got to ask you is, what's one thing you're looking forward to during podiatry school? I know we can't really ask many of our guests that question, but you're the first person that we can ask that question to. So tell me one thing you're looking forward to in your first year or in the four years you have ahead of you. Um, one thing I'm looking forward to is, um, my goal is to go into the schools in Florida, I guess Miami, Florida, and just continue to advocate for the field of podiatry. Uh, I, I started mentorship programs in college and my goal is to continue that, um, mentor mentee relationship with some high school, middle, middle school students to talk about more about the field of podiatry so you know if i continue you know my goal since i've been growing up and just my dream is you know to be a mentor and make sure everyone reaches their dreams and 
be successful. So if I if I'm able to you know continue my dreams of coming a future podiatrist, but also encourage other students to make that their dream and be, uh, be able to enter the field of podiatry once I'm in Florida at those schools, that will also be an honor for me too. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Regardless, I mean, also with school as well. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And and I think that since you have that passion for that, I think that, you know, sky's the limit for you. Um, whether it's your first year, your second year, or going into your future years, I think that with that mentality and that attitude, you can probably make a whole lot of difference that more than we can ever imagine. And I think the mm-hmm. most important part is always leaving an example and leaving a legacy behind like your dad did for you. And I think that, you know, as you keep doing you and keep doing what you have to do, you'll definitely make that difference. So thank you, man, for coming on and sharing with us your insights into why you chose podiatry as your field of profession and why you chose Barry. And we wish you nothing but the best, like we said earlier. Jill, you have anything else you want to say before we wrap up this episode? No, just good luck. You've got this, (laughs) you know, Um, almost there. And you got four years ahead of you. So, and and always we're here to help if, if you need anything down the road. So, yeah. I appreciate it. And I don't know if y'all are taking summer classes, but I wish y'all the best of luck uh, with your classes. Um, you know, I guess you're, you. if you're, or if you're doing externships about to start your career soon. So, I wish you the best of luck and y'all have a great night. Yeah. We'll stay in touch, Jimmy. Don't forget that. I'm going to hit All you right, up. So I'm going to hit you up when I come to South Beach. So, don't forget that. <laughs> Oh, that's a <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in for for the episode today. Hope you enjoyed the episode and hit up hit up Jimmy on his podcast or on his app uh, on his Instagram. Sorry, I I'm all over the place right now, but <laughs> follow him on his Instagram and follow us at Soul Purpose Twenty, and we'll we'll see you soon. We'll catch you on the future episode. See you guys. <laughs>